Did you know that there are steps you can take to reduce the risk of getting cancer? While risk factors such as family history and aging can't be controlled, there are certainly lifestyle changes that you can make to lower your risk of contracting the disease. This is the Ridgecrest Regional Hospital Podcast. I'm Prakash Chandran. We'll talk about prevention measures to reduce the risk of getting cancer. Here with us to discuss is Dr. Everard Hughes, a medical oncologist and hematologist at Ridgecrest. Pleasure to have you here, Dr. Hughes. So let's get started with a basic question. In medicine today, what is understood about why we get cancer? Thanks for having me on the program. Well, it's all about molecular and protein interactions. Our bodies are a collection of proteins that have functions. These proteins are designed and produced by our genetic code. If the gene instructions are damaged, then the function of the proteins are altered, or in a worst-case scenario, the function of the protein is completely lost. If the genetic code for cell growth or cell division is damaged, this damage causes uncontrolled cell division or cancer. What can damage our genetic code? Radiation, environmental chemicals, tobacco, and viruses. So you're already kind of getting into some of the things I wanted to ask about. You said radiation, tobacco, chemicals, things of that nature. I'm assuming that we as humans get exposed to a lot of that stuff by lifestyle choices that we make day to day. Isn't that true? That's correct. That's correct. So let's talk about maybe the first and foremost thing that's on most people's mind, which is diet. You know, what what can we be eating or what should not uh, or should, what should we stay away from in order to prevent our um, risk of getting cancer? Okay, so it is not so important to avoid certain foods. It is important to recognize that the way food is prepared or processed may influence our ability to avoid cancer. Frequent consumption of meats cooked at high temperatures, such as by barbecuing or frying, causes the production of what we call polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbon molecules, which are shown to be associated with an increased risk of colon and rectal cancer, pancreatic and prostate cancer. These molecules structurally look like our DNA and accordingly may interact with our genetic code. We must be aware that certain processed foods contain preservatives, and we should be looking at the labels to realize that, and these preservatives are uh, such as sodium nitrate and sodium nitrite, which have been classified by the International Agency for the Research of Cancer as probably cancer-causing chemicals. Now, I know the question also uh, uh, involved exercise. So as far as exercise goes, cancer specialists know that there is an association between obesity and the risk of developing breast cancer pancreatic cancer, uterine cancer, kidney cancer, rectal and colon cancer, uh, physical activity of at least three hours per week, strenuous activity, seems to provide a reduction in the risk for developing uh, these cancers. One of the questions that I was going to ask you about is it really seems like whenever there is a case of cancer or a loved one that I know has cancer, it's always specific to one body part or organ. But what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, being mindful of the way your food is processed and living a healthy lifestyle can actually prevent all types of cancer. Would you say that that's true? 
Um, except for those that are caused uh, by genetic inheritance. Yes, uh, that is correct. But I think uh, that uh, some individuals will, you know, just have that predisposition based on uh, just inheriting certain genes uh, that they all have to be aware of what those genetic changes are. But there are, you know, things that we can do about our uh, uh, environment and our diet to help prevent cancer. So I want to backtrack a little bit and talk about the the way that food is prepared. You mentioned that um, consuming meat that's hooked cooked at a very high temperature, you know, can uh, potentially produce those cancer-causing um, chemicals that we should stay away from. Is there any other uh, best practices that we should follow when consuming food? Uh, I think that's the main uh, association, you know, the preservatives and the, uh, the way we are preparing uh, our foods. And this is a, well, you know, this is a society that likes fast food, so. That's, that's, we really have to watch out about that. Absolutely. I feel like I'm guilty of that from time to time. So less, less of that is more certainly, um, you know, in doing research for this, I came across the term free radicals. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, um, how free radicals can lead to cancer and how might antioxidants help combat them. Okay. Yeah. A free radical is a molecule that has gained or lost an electron. If we think back to our uh, chemistry, um, that vision may come up that uh, there's a, a loss of an electron. Um, but free radicals uh, inevitably can interact with cellular molecules and result in disruption of cellular processes, uh, especially that we we're concerned about is um, uh, interference with regulation of cell growth. So high concentrations of these potentially damaging molecules can accumulate in the body. And it's, it's due to tobacco or certain metals such as iron, copper, chromium, cobalt, arsenic, or by alcoholic beverages. In my opinion, uh, the two most damaging commercial products in our environment that we can regularly do something about are alcohol and tobacco. There are studies that uh, confirm that ethanol consumption is associated with development of oral cancer, liver cancer, esophageal cancer, breast and colon cancer. Should we be adding antioxidants to our diet? Antioxidants are molecules that neutralize free radicals by canceling out that uh, electronic charge. Examples of dietary antioxidants include beta-carotene, found in carrots, lycopene, found in tomatoes, vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin E. However, as of 2018, there are nine randomized control trials studying whether dietary antioxidant supplements have any effect on cancer prevention. These trials have shown no benefit to adding antioxidants to our diet. In fact, several of the trials uh, in several of the trials, there were uh, increased incidence of certain cancers, a uh, paradoxical effect there. Uh, so the conclusion is um, antioxidants do not help prevent cancer. Wow, that's so I hope such... that answers the question about free radicals. Uh, absolutely. You know, it's it, it's just so surprising for me to hear that because 
we have heard for so long and we continue to hear the importance of consuming antioxidants in the things that we eat. And it's just crazy that that study basically disproved it. And it's pretty recent, right? It's yeah. just last year. Right. Exactly. Yep. So let's talk about um, vitamins or dietary supplements. Are there any sort of... Um, or is there anything that we should be taking to help combat some of this? You mentioned, I know antioxidants don't work, but what about vitamins? Uh, okay, again, as of, as of 2019, and this may change in the future, obviously, there are no vitamins or supplements known to prevent the development of cancer. There are some vaccinations that uh, you know we should um, be aware of, such as um, for both males and females, ages 11 through 26, should receive vaccination against the human papillomavirus. It's also known as HPV. HPV is linked to six types of cancer. So vaccination helps prevent these uh, oral and genital diseases as well as oral and genital cancers in both males and females caused by this virus. Also, hepatitis B, B uh, that's hepatitis B vaccination, prevents liver cancer. Of course, you know, the caveat there is that most cancers are not caused by viruses. So uh, we're back to square one with the, the environmental factors that we have to be aware of. Right. Wow, this is so this is so eye-opening, and I know it will be for our audience as well. So, you know, I think if I can just recap what I've heard, that the things that you can do is, in terms of your diet, watch how your food is processed. Watch if there's any preservatives in the food, specifically sodium nitrate and sodium nitrite. And then, of course, exercise is very important. Stay active um, and do that regularly. Uh, one more thing that I wanted to ask about is um, sun exposure. You know, we always hear about, you know, ex getting exposed to too much sun. Um, you can get skin cancer from that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, sure. You know, sun exposure is always a risk. Um, there are over 1 million, I, I, I was surprised at this too, 1 million new cases of skin cancer every year in the United States. So how much sun, is, uh, how much sun exposure is safe? Um, I don't know that we know that answer. The risk for skin cancer follows skin pigmentation, hair and eye color, and what continent you actually live in. So if anybody wants to do uh, further study on this, a summary of this risk can be found by searching for the Fitzpatrick scale and UV risk. So that's quotes, Fitz, Fitz, Fitzpatrick scale and ultraviolet risk. And it will give you uh, um, some idea of whether you, a particular person is at risk for skin cancer. That's a really helpful resource. I have to ask, because I know some people are going to be thinking this in their mind, you know, um, the people that do like to drink, let's say even if it's just a glass of wine um, a night or they like to smoke when they go out, um, can you talk to us a little bit about the acceptable levels of that type of consumption or is it a pretty uh, much a, you know, zero tolerance when it comes to protecting yourself? I think uh, any percentage over uh, the percentages found in wine um, is not a good idea, uh, and, and that's you know at any any amount. Um, that's kind of a, a blanket statement, I know, but 
what people usually do is they combine tobacco with the alcohol, and that's two risk factors together. So as an oncologist, I'm going to say, well, nothing over uh, over the percentage of alcohol found in wine. Okay, folks. So I think we yeah. we all have our answer. If we want to live a happy and healthy life, it's it's diet, it's exercise, it's avoiding those levels of alcohol and certainly tobacco. Um, and you know, Doctor Hughes, this has been vastly uh, eye opening for me, especially with the antioxidants. And we really appreciate your insights into these cancer prevention measures. Um, is there anything else you want to share with the audience? I think that covers uh, most of the things. I appreciate your having me on. Of course. So for more information, please visit rrh.org. My guest today has been Dr. Everard Hughes, and he's the oncologist based at Ridgecrest Regional Hospital's Cancer Center in affiliation with UC Davis Health Cancer Care Network. I'm Prakash Chandran. Thanks so much for listening.